Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and on this pod we go over the Liga Un, MLS and rest of the world team of the seasons and answer the question, what do EA need to do to keep people engaged in the game post-team of the season? Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy. Right, and let's get into the podcast. Today we have three returning guests. First returning guest is Mark for Trader Mark. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Pleasure as always. Second returning guest is that boy Anto. Anto, welcome back. Appreciate you having me on. And our third returning guest is simply DGR Diego. Welcome back. Appreciate the invite as always, man. It's good to be here. So today we're going to go over Serie A to begin with quickly. I know it did end last week. Mark, I want to start with you first. What did you make of the Serie A tots and the ending of it? Uh, to be honest, I quite enjoyed the Serie, uh, Serie A tots. It was one which was always going to be popular because Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't in the team. A lot of people were going to full send it, including myself, to try to get him. Unfortunately, I was unsuccessful. But I did get to try out a couple of these cards and I quite enjoyed them. Tio Hernandez is my left back in my team right now and he's unbelievable. Kessier, um, I bring him on about the 60th minute mark for Essien and he's quality in the midfield. So overall, I think EA did a good job with the Serie A team of the season. Um, some good content came alongside with it, some good SBCs and some good grindable objectives as well. So overall, I was very satisfied with it and the content, the guaranteed team of the season packs and 84 plus picks, 80 plus player picks from the Serie A. I thought it was all very good from EA in the latest team of the season. Where would you put it amongst the other tots released beforehand? I'd probably put it up there with La Liga and the Bundesliga, if I'm being honest. I think them three are clear in the front runner right now of which has been the best team of the season. I think for me, it's probably been second best for me because I had good pack luck during La Liga. I probably had my next best pack luck during Serie A. So that probably explains why I've enjoyed it more than others as well. Yeah, definitely, especially with with Ronaldo and everyone's going to want a full send for that too. And obviously next week as well, with ultimately everyone kind of sending the whole clubs into it. And I want to go to you next here. What did you make of the Serie A? Yeah, I mean, just going off what Mark said, I thought it was amazing. Um, everything about it, I really loved. Um, currently in my squad right now, this past weekend league, I was using Martinez, who I thought was really good. He actually surprised me. And the most shocking card of all was Lozano for me. That SBC, um, I didn't plan on doing it, but I had some leftover fodder. Heard a little bit of hype around it, so I was like, you know what? Might as well try it out. And I can honestly say that Lozano is the best attacker I've used in this entire FIFA. That card uh, this past weekend literally just tore apart every defense I came um, Like, literally, you can name it Varane. Every defender that normally you'd have trouble with, Lozano would just fly by. So um, not only that, Nangolan was another great SPC. Uh, I used Quadrado a bit, too. He was pretty good. I thought DePaul was a sleeper card that not too many people use, but... Um, again, really good cards from top to bottom with Serie A. And um, fortunately in drafts as well, I was able to try out a lot of the cards that currently I can't afford, like uh, Lukaku and Mertens and Cristiano. So yeah, you know, uh, props to EA. Serie A, I think really, really good. What did you make of Lukaku when you used him as well? He was a card, I saw someone come up against him in the past weekend league and the guy looks absolutely huge. How do you feel when you used him? Yeah, it's a strange card, especially, you know, 
after playing with Lozano all these many games, I came into the draft last night with Lukaku. So it's like the complete opposite. You know, you have like the small, speedy uh, kid and then you got Lukaku who's like a beast. So it's just a, it's a strange card to get used to. But at the same time, I've used strange cards in the past that a lot of people, I guess, don't like too much. Like Clivert, for example, is a kind of strange card that I got accustomed to using. So um, in the draft, Lukaku didn't do like great for me, I'd say, but that's definitely one of those cards where the more you play with it, the more you get uh, used to his style and the way he moves and stuff. So I think with more gameplay, uh, he could be a really good striker for me. Yeah, I know you use a lot of these weird cards, and I always, when I see you use them, I was like, how the hell do you use that guy? But he, he's a weapon because obviously with Lukaku, he's so expensive right now, and most cards do have a price tag for a reason. So Lukaku must be a decent player for guys like yourself who can use these big, clunky players. And Dia, go to you here lastly. What did you make of the Serie A? I thought it was actually a pretty good uh, overall week for team of the season. I mean, the way I feel like we can easily judge every week is how much content are they giving us? And we always say more content, the better. And I think they gave us plenty of upgrades. Um, I, I can also kind of tell the reflection of how good of a week it was when I go on Twitter or when I'm, you know, checking, you know, the foot community and I'm seeing so many people full send, like Mark said, or the fact that like La Liga for me, cause I haven't full sent since La Liga, how, out of the 15 players that are in packs, I'm seeing so many people when they full send because of the upgrades and what they've given us, they're packing at least, you know, eight or nine of the 15. Like, so if you can pack that many of a team, I always think it's a good week. If you're going to full send, you definitely deserve to get something back like that. Even if it's not Ronaldo, if you're getting nine or 10 of them, plenty of dupes, uh, filling out a lot of SBCs for free. I definitely think it's worth it. Um, I also have to go with Anto on this one. I do think, Chucky Lozano was a card that I did on the last day because I had extra fodder and he ended up starting for me, ended up being a phenomenal striker. Um, just the things that that card did, it was, it was crazy. I, I think if that card gets five-star skills in a foot birthday promo, anything going forward, like, it's insane. Cause that's literally the only thing he's missing. And for me personally, on the low key radar of it, Air Divizi also was with Syria. I'm correct. Right. Yeah. And I got red doom freeze who actually was a phenomenal, phenomenal center back. And listen, he's built like a center back. So this right back, to <laughs> he's a center back at heart, man. Come on, dude. But nah, he was uh, phenomenal. I mean, because usually in these elite reds, you don't expect much. And when I had opened one of them, he was the best card. So off, off the dome, I'm like, oh, wow, like surprise, surprise. But everyone was like, yo, he's actually really good. Like you got to give him a try. I had the Dutch links with uh, Frankie de Jong. DVD, just there's plenty of ways, plenty of icons to get them in. And I think that was actually the best thing about the Serie A for me was that I kind of discovered this new insane player that I think actually in terms of center backs, when I compare him to other center backs, he is the best one with Team of the Season Varane that I've used this year. So I, I thought that was a really good way to end it. I, this is the first time with Serie A that I changed my team around what I had packed which I really don't do that a lot, but with the Lozano, with the Doom Freeze, um, getting Lataro Martinez and Reds as well, who was a phenomenal super sub for us, um, bringing in guys like El Shirawi, getting to use for birthday Vidal again. It was it was a good, fun week. I uh, I enjoyed Serie A, and I think just, these are weeks that are they're hit or miss, man, but I definitely think Serie A was one that was very good. I think obviously it depends if you want to full send each league as well. I know you said you didn't really full send the other leagues after La Liga as well. And I think I was kind of the same as far as I full sent Bundesliga. There's a lot of SPCs that week that I really like. So 
after that kind of held off. I think Liga Un, we'll get into the right now as well, but Liga Un is a team that I think everyone wants to kind of full semi because there's a lot of big players in it. You also said that Liga was a big one, there was Messi. Prem was a, there's a few big ones, but Prem had some weird upgrades. And obviously, Serie A was only Ronaldo. This week, we have got Mbappe, Neymar. I think Ben Yedder's up there too. I know he's around 1.4, 1.5 right now too, but obviously, everyone wants Mbappe, Neymar. And if they're achievable, is there to be seen, but we'll go into the upgrades and the rest of it after that as well. But Mark, I want to start with you first again here. What do you make of the actual league and team? So yeah, obviously with the league one team, you've got the headliner, Neymar and Mbappe in there. Apart from that, for me, there's not really anyone who floats my boat just too much because of the point I am at with my team. I think you know, you mentioned your Ben Yedder and you mentioned your, your likes of Depay, who are fairly decent cards. But yeah, there's just not too many players who really do it for me. I've, I've sort of seen a little bit about Bamba on Twitter the last few days about how good he is or whether he is a fraud or whatnot. Um, Di Maria could be a decent card on stat. By the looks of his stats, he looks fairly decent. But yeah, I think Neymar and Mbappe just steal the show completely, as they should do as well. No, definitely. I think I used Bamba this past weekend and I'm kind of leaning more on the fact that he's a fraud because the card looks so good. You compare him to Rashford, both five-star, four-star. Obviously, Bamba got the upgrade to a five-star skill moves. But the card doesn't, this doesn't play anywhere near similar to Rashford. And I think it comes down to, again, this year, body types can make or break a player. Bamba's issue is that he's not lean, whereas Rashford is. And for some reason, lean players this year play so much better throughout. Um, also, like you mentioned there, the Pai Di Maria, the stats on them look incredible. But the three-star week for their kind of hinder those cards. And also, with the rest of the team, we've seen already like four or five top leagues going back to community as well with cards very similar to these. It just depends what kind of cards you want to go with as well. And obviously, I know, Mark, you've got an incredible team right now as well. So probably the likes of Mbappe and Neymar are the only ones that could get into your team as well. So I think it's the same for most people too. If you played all the way through TOTS, you're going to struggle to get some of the kind of the mid, mid-range, low-range cards in your team because you've got a good team already. Diego, I'm going to go with you next. Though. What have you made of the Liga and team? I mean, I, I kind of have to agree with you in the sense of like, we've already been playing. We've had team this season going on for four weeks now. So... I mean, no one, it's not like anyone's sitting here not using these cards. Like, we're using very, very high rated end game cards. So, I mean, your expectations have to be held high every single week. And I do think this is one of those weeks where EA kind of know they can get away with um, the team selection around the star players. Cause <clears throat> the thing is, the truth about it is Neymar and Mbappe are, you know, to the top, could be the top three players in this game. So when you see this impacts, everyone doesn't care about what's around it and just knows like that's the goal, which obviously that's the goal for everyone. But if you really kind of take a second to look at everything around Neymar and Mbappe, I think the only other cards that I genuinely would be happy with are Yetter, um, Marquinhos and Bamba. And that's and those are kind of just like iffies. Like <clears throat> other than that, like you said, the Depay and the Di Maria with the weak foot, it does hurt them a little bit. Um, and then every other card just it lacks in game because we've had so many good SBCs. Um, like if you look at the league and defense, it doesn't matter who's there. We had Bundesliga SBCs that were fantastic value. So that takes out a lot of the community. You look on the bench, 
it's the same thing. You've got your super cheap players that no one's going to use. Bamba is the only one that passes it. But if you take a look at these 15 players, realistically, what anyone could take as an actual W is probably four or five of those 15 cards. So I think when you have the luxury of Neymar and Mbappe, you can get away with a few of the other cards. But when I saw this team, I genuinely was like, if the upgrades aren't league-specific, player picks, something insane, I don't plan on going in on this league because I know what the odds are like. And because we run a a road to glory, I can't, you know, go insane every single day. So I think after seeing the team and seeing the upgrades, I confirmed that we will be just full sending for ultimate, which obviously will be better because they will include the likes of Mbappe and Neymar, plus a lot of other better players that we've had in the weeks prior. So that's how I feel about the team. It's hit or miss, essentially. It's the big boys and nothing else. There's a few also that missed out, I think. For me, I think everyone's on about Renato Sanchez could have made it made in the team. I know everyone's going to know about he might get an SPC. I don't think he will. We've only got Wednesday or well, two more days left of the promo of at time of recording. And I know a few guys tempted at a flashback at Tal. I know Tal got a card last year in the Tots. But again, you've got probably, what, Mbappe, Neymar, Depay, Di Maria, Bamba, Maybe you want to chuck in a, a Yedder Makinos there as like the top players. But again, a lot of those players do have issues. And Anto, go to you lastly here. Anto, what do you make of the team? And have you had a chance to use any of these cards yet as well? Um, I think you guys are forgetting uh, about a good sleeper pick in this promo. Uh, I've seen no one bring him up yet. And I think personally, this card looks decent to me. I think Andre, I used his, um, I think it was his rule breaker card. And the one aspect of that card I didn't like was the pace and now he has 86 pace. Uh, physicality looks fantastic. Good links, especially if you get like a Renato or something soon. Um, you know, fantastic card. But Ligun as a total, I thought was complete bummer on my, like, it, besides Neymar and Mbappe, uh, I guess yet or two, there's really nothing I was too excited about. For me, in the way I play, I always prioritize the weak foots over skill moves. So cards like the Pi and Di Maria just really didn't move the needle for me at all. Like those are cards that will probably never into my team um again like the other guys were saying the defense is just absolutely atrocious outside of uh i think marquinhos was decent i had him in a draft a couple days ago and he was pretty good but i mean in terms of fullbacks um you know absolutely horrible horrible so yeah i wasn't too impressed with ligoon besides neymar and bape yetter and I, i might throw an andre in you know if i get him red i'll probably give him a shot in the team but outside of those cards yeah and there's just no additional content either i think we got ballin today um, that's just another card that uh, is just pure fodder at this point. There's so many better strikers you can get. Uh, I think that card has zero traits, four-star, four-star. He is German, which is nice, but, I mean, at this stage in the game, there's plenty of other options. So, yeah, for me, this was a real, a real downer. You know, it's been hit or miss this entire tots, and this was clearly a miss. Um, I wish we could just go back to how Bundes was because they were killing it with Bundes. I thought Serie A was good too, but, you know, this is uh, – very reminiscent of Prem, I'll say. Very, uh, very similar to how I felt with Prem. So, I mean, we are we're five days in as well. We've had two SPCs the entire time. We've obviously had Volan released today. We did have our released on Friday as well. I I completed our. Did any of you guys get it done as well or not? Yeah, I, I didn't do it at all. For my team right now, like my attackers and my midfield's pretty set. So, um, unless it's a big card like Neymar and Mbappe, like not much is going to change for me. I think. Yeah, Mark, are you tended to do any either our or Voland either or not? Voland, I was until I seen some reviews on him, and apparently he's just a complete fraud in game. The other one, Oar, 
Is that how you pronounce his name? I've probably killed him. I don't know. I can't pronounce names in any way. Um, <laughs> did, it, did anyone actually get, get him done for free? Because I know there was that uh, SBC glitch where you could do him for free. Um, sadly, I didn't find out about it until about three hours too late. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise then I would have completed him, yes. But um, sadly, I missed out. I don't know if anyone else caught that. No, it's yeah, it crazy uh, what happened. Yeah, I, I haven't done it yet. Um, I mean, he's still active. It's probably like a, a thing I'll decide at rewards because it's such a like they lack so many SPCs, but I actually do think Alwar is phenomenal, even for the value at like 250k. Uh, but like said earlier, what happened was if you logged on to content that day when Alwar was released for the first three minutes, both squads were literally, I think they were just like 11 cards I yeah don't they know. were just blank there was no yeah I, yeah there was there was no rare nothing it was 11 cards and i think it was active for i want to say two minutes the first two minutes and a lot of people were able to get at least one of those squads done but yeah i, I don't know how that ended up happening but um, i think a lot of people have hour in their club now essentially considering if you cut down one price of the squad i mean i don't even want to consider this at 250k i really want to put it more near 100k because that 87 rated squad got wiped by almost so many people that I know. So I think Alwar was a very good card, um, especially knowing what ended up happening to get it here. He's got really good links and he's very versatile. So I know a lot of people in game when they're winning, losing situational, want to play a three in the back, a four, you know, two strikers, one striker. Uh, this guy can play fullback. He can play outside. He can play cam CDM. He can kind of do it all. So I really like the versatility of this card. And I think, I probably will get him completed once rewards come in and I've got the extra fodder lying there. Yeah, no, he did well for me. The only one thing I will say is that I switched over from new gen to old gen. And for some reason, when I switched back to old gen for the last two games of weekly, because I couldn't find a game on new gen, that he actually felt a lot better on old gen for some reason. So I don't know what happened there with the change. Again, I think he looks very similar to Lucas Vasquez as far as the versatility. Again, Vasquez could easily play fullback in those formations that guys do play a five-back or a three-back. And I compare the stats to, and they're basically identical other than our probably has better links, and he's a central card as well. But I think price-wise, he's not bad. I think he's well-priced. But again, we've had so many cards like him released. It just depends what your team looks like currently and if you can get those French links in the team. I'm linking him in currently right now with Teo Hernandez, who I've got on red picks. But again... There's a lot of good French players, and we all know that going into the rest of the year and with potentially Summer Heat-esque promo, if there is one, there's going to be tons of French players released throughout the rest of FIFA. I also do want to go over the upgrade packs. I know we did obviously touch back on Kimpembe as well, the objective player. I only had one objective player, which is a bit interesting this week compared to normal two. But the upgrade packs are for like have been a big part of each TOTS team release so far. And... Mark, I want to go back to you here first. What have you made of the upgrade, upgrade packs in Liga 1 compared to the other upgrade packs or the other TOTS? Um, again, I think it was always going to be a lot different to the previous leagues just because the players available in Liga 1, the rares available, and how overpowered they would be if they did the same upgrades. So I think, you know, they've reminded me a, a bit of the Premier League ones when they first came. And it's there is a hit or miss. It's one of them where if you look, if you looks in, you looks in. Um, I did twenty player picks, and I think I got a Hugo Lloris. That was it. And after then, I just was like, well, this clearly isn't worth it. I'm not going to send any more. Um, had I've 
hit a team of the season or two. two. Um, I'd have probably built some more, but my luck wasn't in. I stopped doing it. Sadly, I've got a couple of cards unassigned from full sending it for Serie A, so I've got a few of their team of the season duplicates waiting for an SBC. So I can't actually open the League on Upgrade packs. I've seen a couple on Twitter of people getting big pulls, but again, you're not going to post a photo on Twitter if you get an 82 rated in that pack. Or if you get like Ananda Herrera, you're not going to post that. So, yeah, um, if you've got the fodder in your club and you really want that Mbappe or a Neymar, try a couple out, see what you looks like, you know. No no harm, no foul there. Um, but yeah, for me, they were just a no-go. Apart from the two headliner players, no one else is going to upgrade my team, so I'm not too overly hyped about it. Yeah, it's a tough one too, because I know a lot of the other, other upgrades in the leagues kind of help with fodder if you are trying to do certain SPCs. Although with it being a rare player pick in return, there's a lot of guys out there getting a 75, 76, 77 red player as a highest red player. And I, I like the other ones. I think they were like 81 plus or the 80, 80 plus. At least then, if you didn't get a tots card, you at least got fodder in some way, shape or form. Uh, Diego, go to you next here. Have you been a big fan of the upgrade packs released throughout Tots? But what do you make of the League of ones too? Um, comparing League of to the rest of the team this season, I mean, it's like Mark said, they, there's no way they would give us league-specific 80-plus rare player picks or the other types of upgrades when you know, like he said, how there's literally not very many rares. And in terms of walkouts, all these guys that are walkouts would be team of the seasons. So if they did it like before, everyone would have these crazy, crazy cards, which obviously EA don't want. I mean, I wouldn't want to play team of the season Neymar and Mbappe every single game. So it's understandable to a point, right, where you can't completely, you know, give out. But I do think these upgrades, they they just kind of lack a little bit, especially with the SPCs out. I think what helps us with upgrades is when there's desirable players in packs and there's desirable SPCs to be done because you know – if I get a dupe, let's say I'm, I'm trying to rip for a Neymar and I pack, you know, who Yilmaz or I pack Jose Font four or five times. Well, I know I've got a crazy SBC that I want to get done. I'm not going to be, you know, flustered. But with the lack of SBCs, these dupes, I just I'm, I'm starting to really get like, you know, where can I go with these? And like it feels like it's not very useful knowing that these legal and premium upgrade premium upgrade packs are about 15,000 to 20,000 coins each. So, I mean, you can only get five done within 100K. And I have seen a mixed review on good packs, bad packs. Obviously, we're not going to see a lot of the bad packs. No one's going to flaunt. You want me to uh, tweet, you know, all my upgrades every week and, and let you know every time I get, you know, an 81 rated? Like, I, it's you'll never see it. So, I think these upgrades, they, they lacked a little bit. They could have been better. Um, but I think EA know because that Neymar and Bappe are in there, so many people are full sending this week. I personally decided to skip on a full send and just wait for ultimate. And then there we've got about 3 million coins liquid and plenty of packs and drafts. And I think that's what we'll full send next week with ultimate. Could have been better. Um, the upgrade packs were all right. A little hard to deal with rares and high rated. So I, I understand it's a little difficult, but it just – it's lacking. You you know if you don't hit the two big guys, it's not really worth it. I genuinely don't think it's worth it. You could pack almost the whole rest of the team, but if you don't get Ney and Bappe or Yetter, I don't think it's really worth it. 
No, definitely. You did touch on one thing there too, the lack of SPCs alongside. I know, I think for the last two podcasts, we've had no new Icon SPCs released alongside any team this season. I know for the first few weeks, I kind of thought they were going to do new new three Icons every single Sunday. That would be their new thing, and they've stopped doing that. So even if you do get these like dupe TOTS cards, there isn't even a big SPC to put them into. And obviously alongside this League Un, there's been no other SPCs as well, that, apart from Awa. That really were too worth doing. And Anto, lastly, what have you made of the upgrade packs release during Liga Un? Yeah, for me personally, I did a couple. Like Mark was saying, you know, you can do a couple, just try your luck, see what happens. But um, that's what I did. I did maybe like five to 10 upgrades max. Um, best I got was maybe an 84, 85 inform. So um, yeah, I'm going to stay away, just like I pretty much everyone else has been saying. I'm going to be saving up all my fodder for the ultimate team of the, uh, team of the season. So, yeah, I mean, if you're not packing Mbappe or Neymar, I just, I don't know, like, it's just not worth it in my opinion, you know? Mbappe, Neymar, Yedder, that's great to have, but what are the odds? And you got to think about that. Like, the odds are so low. And for me personally, I would much rather put my fodder somewhere where at least, you know, with ultimate team of the season, even if you don't get the top two cards, it's so well-rounded that your odds are so much better of getting something actually usable. Because, I mean, if you pack Laborde or Yilmaz, I mean, that's just going to dump into some SPC. And, I mean, yeah, I just I don't think it's worth it at all. All my fodder I'm saving. I'm just spamming drafts um, off stream every day when I'm not playing Weekend League. I'm going to keep spamming drafts, getting packs, and I'm pretty much just going to save everything for next week, I think. So, yeah, I'm staying away 100%. I think also with drafts too, I know you and Diego both mentioned that. I know with the price of rare cards going up as well, I think, if you do get half-decent packs from drafts, they're coming very profitable right now, obviously depending on when you open them too. And going back to kind of SPCs released during Liga Un, for the past two TOTS teams, they've released two guaranteed TOTS SPCs per big team. This has been the first week, I think, they've not released one since. Probably go back to La Liga, I think Bundesliga had two. Serie A had two, which is probably down to the fact they don't want to give us another chance to pack Neymar on Mbappe. They want to make us go through these upgrade packs as well, which has been a bit strange. But I do want to move on to the MLS and the rest of the world TOTS teams. And to want to start with you first, have you had much of a glance or look at these two minor league teams this week or not? Yeah, I mean, it's not horrible. I mean, you have to go in with a certain expectation that it's not going to be some crazy uh, promo, crazy team coming out where every card is amazing. But that being said, Nani looks absolutely incredible. Um, the only thing people have been saying is his stamina is a bit low, but a five-star, five-star card that, unlike Neymar, doesn't cost 10 million coins, you know. And Portuguese is also, like, Portugal is a great nation to link with. So uh, Nani looks pretty good. I think Rossi, he's a Uruguayan striker. If you're running Suarez or something like that, 96 pace, 94 shooting, that's not bad either. And lastly, I think Pozuelo is a sleeper card too. Uh, Four-star, five-star. Um, his pace is a little bit low, but again, he's a cam with decent passing. He's got all the traits you look for. Um, great dribbling. So, And he's also a Spanish. So that's a good nation as well. So, I mean, you go in with a certain expectation. I think uh, at least the MLS team of the season was pretty good. Rest of the world, you had Tavernier, I believe. Um, but yeah, I didn't really give it too much, uh, of a glance. Tavernier was the only one I saw that really like moved the needle for me. I think people that did Goldson, if they're still using that, that's a great link you could do. But again, English is just a great nation to link with. There's so many cards. If you did Kyle Walker, I know pretty much everyone that has Kyle Walker's playing them center back anyways. So you can link them right there to Tavernier. So yeah, it's not bad. You know, I just, people could argue like 
almost better than Ligue at this point. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, there's a few places. I think honestly, the MLS and both the rest of the world, they're not bad teams. They're probably, I would say, they're two of the the better ones. Do you want to go to your next tier? Is there any cards that either Anto's mentioned or hasn't that you like the look of from these two teams or not? I think they had a perfect chance for the rest of the world to completely just be a W because Tavernier, right? You don't expect a lot from these minor leagues. Tavernier, I think he's going to be phenomenal. I used his headliner for so long this year. My issue is with Orsic. Every year, he's a phenomenal super sub, but the issue is he has three-star skills. They could have given him four-star skills, and all of a sudden, this guy is that much more desirable in your reds. But since he's lacking it, he's three-star, four-star, I think he misses there. The only guy to talk about in the rest of the world is Tavernier. And then looking at the MLS, everybody knows if you get Nani in reds, literally, if it's not Mbappe, Neymar, or Yetter, this is the next best card you want to get in your reds. Um, Nani's going to be phenomenal in game. Same with Pozuelo. I felt they could have, you know, maybe, I don't know if they still can, but maybe they could sneak in like an Opara SBC just because I know how good of a card he is. Opara, if they could do that, that would be phenomenal as well to continue with the MLS trend. And then, obviously, the Peruvian blood, man. Rui Diaz being in, getting another Peruvian into the club, man. He actually looks pretty decent. Um, not anything, like, crazy, but definitely a very usable card. 4-4. Uh, he's got the dribbling stats, the shooting. Just put a little engine on him, and I think he'll be phenomenal as well. But I actually don't think the minor leagues this time were really that bad, I mean, compared to what we've gotten before. Um, I think if you also want to go on with the Matuidi SBC, um, good good stats, right? Decent. Uh, some people may say it's a little expensive, but he is French, and everybody this year has so many French cards to link to and use. And the Rodriguez uh, objective, I would just that's it to us. It's just fodder. So fodder there, but the Matuidi one decent. I actually think in terms of minor leagues, this was one of the better ones, and I like that they did too. Because just it um it gives you more chances in general. If you're opening non-league specific upgrades, you're gonna pack a tots and easily getting up getting these dupe tots. I mean, throwing them into SBCs, that's the goal. But now, like you said earlier, if we could get some more icon SBCs, then it makes these upgrade packs a lot more valuable, regardless of how expensive they are and what kind of dupes you get. Exactly that. I think out of all the minor leagues, I don't think we've had a card as expensive as Nani. I know he's extinct right now, I think six hundred and fifty thousand. But I think he's probably the best minor league player we've ever released. And again, going back to Orsic here too, I think EA could have easily given a lot of the minor league cards good boosts to skill moves and weak foots to make them a lot more desirable. But when they don't, again, they turn the fodder cards. And a guy like Orsic has great stats. Just the other things let him down as well. And Mark, finally here, what are you making of the minor league teams this week? And are you liking them or not really? MLS, I really like, to be fair. Um, there's a few cards in there which appeal to me, even like the likes of the Wagner, the left-back, the German from Philadelphia, I believe. He, he looks fairly decent. And yeah, I would not use many of these in my team because the position I'm fortunately in. But if I was starting a road to glory right now or if I just recently started playing the game, I'd be looking at making an MLS team because you've got the objectives you can grind, a lot of these cards are around discard value and extremely cheap, obviously, apart from Nanny. So, you know, there's some some real hidden gems in there. And I know there is a lot of MLS fans who play the game, a lot of Americans. Um, it's got a lot more popular in the last few years. So I do like the look of some of these cards. 
the Matuidi SBC, I think it's fantastic. I know face face stats don't mean an awful lot in how a player plays, but if you compare his card to a prime Vieira or a what if Kante, his stats are actually better than them both. I'm not saying he's playing better in game, but you've got to take that into account when you see his value as well. You know, you pay the premium because he's French. We all know there's a premium for French players, there's a premium for Premier League players, and that's just something on FIFA. In terms of rest of the world, again, there's only the, the one desirable card in that team. However, the Brazilian cam, is it Cecina? Cecina, yeah. He had, a, he had a good card last year too, I think. Yeah, he, he does look fairly decent, but I believe he's in a weird league. Is it the Korean league? I think he's, yeah, I think he's in the Korean league, yeah. The Korean league, so unless you've got them Brazilian links, it's um, going to be fairly frustrating to fit him into a team. And it's going to be even more frustrating when you pack him and you see the Brazilian come. You start shouting Neymar and he pops out. So, um, yeah, he's going to be the troll of the week, I'm sure. But yeah, I think they're, they're limited to what they can do with these smaller leagues. They can't obviously make them all 93, 94 rated, but I think they've done a good job with these two. Yeah, I think everyone kind of... I like when we get to the end because we see a lot of these minor leagues doubled up and I think that's what we kind of want at the beginning too because, again, we go through the early ones. We have what, the, the EFL, which is not a bad league. I think most people like the EFL and there's a lot of English people who play FIFA in the community and they like seeing these like lower league team players again, especially for me seeing a, uh, a big Matty J in there. I know Mark missed out with that. Uh, no Charlie Wyke in there, got robbed. But even about them, we had obviously Saudi League, things like that. And again, they put the, they put these kind of leagues that no one really cares about with the big leagues to try and hide them almost. But I think come the end, I think MLS, rest of the world, both fairly decent teams. Again, the fact that there is cards there that people are thinking about getting to the team. Like a nanny, I think Rossi's a very slept on card as well. Some decent MLS cards. And obviously Tav, if you can link him in, probably one of the best right backs or could play him even at CDM or centre back to those guys who do play a fullback at centre back which is probably nearly everyone at this stage in the game too. But obviously next week is meant to be the finale of Team of the Season, the ultimate tots. And supposedly it's meant to be, again, everyone knows ultimate tots is going to be a great team. Obviously the best 15 players released, but they do kind of pick and choose the players releasing the team as well. Obviously there'll be a lot of cards that are high rated, but maybe aren't the best in game but they're still put them in obviously got the prediction here from elite foot foot Duncan harrison jh but the likes of like a hummels here too and a casemiro which are two of the cards that you don't really want to see if you do get the elite pack like diego and anto probably will if diego can finish his games in time but anto i'll start with you here first i mean like i said we we know how good ultimate tops is going to be but anto are you looking forward to it looking at the team here Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm totally looking forward to it. But I think one of the biggest things about Ultimate Tots for me personally is that it drives the prices of these cards down. And so for a lot of people, um, before Ultimate Tots, these are like out of our reach. Lewandowski, I think, is still sitting around two mil. Messi's around three. You got Ronaldo, obviously, Mbappe and Neymar, ridiculous prices. I think Bruno's two mil as well. Same with Sancho. So a lot of these cards are really expensive. So um, by putting them back into packs, hopefully they'll be a little more affordable for us. And, you know, after having all these uh, weeks and weeks of team of the season elite packs for uh, elite players, um, we're gaining a lot of coins in our club and we're building and building. And so far, I think a lot of us have just been saving up for this week. So I'm really hoping these prices get pushed down. But also not only that, I just hope we get to see, you know, upgrade packs and just uh, a lot of availability for us to get these cards because these are the best cards in the game. So 
Um, you know, one more chance to get these into our club is amazing. Um, almost besides Oblak, Casemiro, Hummels, um, I would be okay with pretty much any card in this team. Um, I think they would slot perfectly into my squad. And if not, I'd find a way to. So, yeah, that being said, I think Ultimate Tots, this is one of the biggest parts of the, the year. I think we're all looking forward to it. And I just hope that they deliver in terms of upgrades, SPCs, objectives. I don't know what they have planned for that, but hopefully they give us some content to grind. I am a little bit nervous regarding the Ultimate Tots as far as whether they do it off rating or by cards that have done really well over the season. Again, we're looking at the prediction here. They haven't put Frankie de Jong in there. I know Frankie didn't have a great season. They could probably back me up here as far as Barca playing this year. But I reckon they're going to probably chuck in a few more cards here that are high rated but aren't as meta, like the likes of our Hummels. Maybe maybe they chuck in two keepers and they probably won't. But even a Casemiro 2 is not the most sought after card as well. But Mark, go to you here next. What are you hopefully planning on trying to do during Ultimate Tots? And are you going to try and full send it for these players in the team or not? Jeez, um, full send. Um, I'll have to see if I've got anything left. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I got to a point in the game where I had my team sorted. I had a lot of coins and I was like, I'm going to have fun with it. And that's all I've done the last few weeks. I've opened packs, I've done upgrades, I've done SBCs, I've enjoyed the game. So whatever I've got left, I'm sure I'll full send it and... You know, get rid of anything and get a load of crap back and no man luck. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a point in the game where, you know, it's the game's dying. As, as much as I hate to say it, I'd love it not to be. But yeah, the game's, you know, it's, it's on the downward spiral now. Everyone's getting the meta teams. People have stopped playing every week. So, you know, why not just full send it, give it one last go to try and get one of them meta cards because I can no longer afford them because I've got no coins left. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably play foot champs again for the second time um, in, two, <laughs> in two weeks. That's probably the more impress, impressive thing. I'll get silver one and I'll probably pack a Neymar and these boys will probably get elite and get a Cancelo. So, can't complain. Yeah, no, we, we'll go into that as well later on the podcast as far as what our plans on, on on how EA can keep the game going. But I definitely agree with you there as far as that. We are getting to a point now where you you need these big boys in your team to kind of keep you going. And I know, Diego, you've mentioned already that you're planning on full sending Ultimate, but I take you're looking forward to this, Diego, yeah? Oh, yeah. it uh, It's going to be a fun week. I think just in general, the way people view things in life is they, they're left by the last impression of what you give. So I think this is a big week for EA. Um, I think, like Mark said, the game has already started to slowly die. It's very obvious. Every week that they lack within Team of the Season has taken away a percentage of players. Um, and we've, we've seen it slowly and slowly. La Liga was great, but when you have a bad week, a lot of guys stop playing. And I think this last week kind of does determine if, you know, the summer availability or what they want to do, which we'll talk about that later, if it's actually going to be something that we look forward to. For me, with Ultimate, uh, as Mark said, I, I hope this can be a week where everything just goes well. Uh, we, we pack desirable players within all our coins. We get good red player picks for once. We get a good elite pack, hopefully. And you're hearing it here first. I will not leave all my games for Sunday. Not happening, all right? You heard it here first. I'm not <laughs> dealing with that again. That is the worst thing you could ever do in a weekend league. Uh, so it won't happen again. But I, uh, this is, I'm excited. Like, I really don't usually look forward to playing weekend league. 
But I think this is finally a time where, you know, you can kind of send it all, man. I mean, this is really what it's all about. This is all we care about. This is all we want to see, what we want to pack. So I'm I'm really excited, but I think EA have to realize this is this is a huge week for them if they want this game to be played through the summer. You make a great point there to obviously the, as far as a uh, the last impression of the last team. Diego, what kind of upgrade packs are you hoping they decide to release during Ultimate Tots as well? I think if we could get all top five league-specific packs um, for a few less rares, that would be phenomenal just to give people the availability. And then on top of that, if they want to give us 80-plus rare player picks, just 81-plus rare player picks, I, would, that, I think that would be phenomenal. I think having the league availability, because I know some guys are going to want specific guys only, on top of just now the player picks, so there you can get any of them. And then they need to release a few more Icon SBCs, and then just like kind of, I think the perfect SBCs, if you were to release any during Ultimate Tots, are fun, desirable players, like community-liked players that haven't gotten a team of the season or just not an upgraded card. Give them one, so I think there you finally hit the base for everyone where, hey, if you don't pack, you know, anything, at least, you know, this fun card that didn't get a team of the season, you know, now you can go ahead and turn in SBC form for, I mean, also the value, maybe 150, 200K, or with your dupes, you've got the fun SBC cards, you've got new icons. I think those things right there, which I think, I guess I have to say sounds easier than said, but I actually don't think it should be that hard for them. If you release all that, there's nothing where I feel they lack to give us within the last week of team of the season that we can't sit here and be like, oh, like it's dead. Like, no, if you give us all that, I can't hear anyone complain and say that's such a dead week. No way. You give us desirable, fun SBCs, not even that many, maybe one every day or one every two days. But if it's a fun car that people know who it, who it is in the FIFA community, on top of all league specific upgrade packs and 81 plus rare player picks. I don't think, honestly, anyone can complain about that. Yeah, I think obviously the going back to or going what we said there, the kind of the fan favorite players too could be a great addition. I try to think of a few players who they've kind of missed out. Maybe try to think of here like his last time. Maybe make him usable. Some fun cards again, make him five star skillers, and maybe with icon SPCs to bring out some big boys finally. But I still don't think we're going to see the likes of an R nine or it. Uh, Cruyff, those big guys in Icon SPC form, unfortunately. But I do want to move on to kind of what your guys' takes are on TOTS content as a whole. I know we are moving on to the last week, so we've gone through basically every kind of big league now. And to want to go to you first here, though, what have you made of TOTS so far and the content released, and would you have done anything differently throughout? You know, they got it right on some weeks, and then they completely missed on others. Um, I wish they could just recognize where they went right and just repeat that process every week. You know, with Bundesliga, everyone was so happy. We were getting so many different SBCs, so many different objectives. And they have to know that the FIFA community as, as a whole was just so happy with Bundesliga. So I don't know what goes on within the board meetings and stuff where they say, you know, let's take this and do the complete opposite the next week. There's got to be some level of understanding. They have to be able to pay attention to the community as a whole. Because if they just did what they did with Bundesliga every week, we, you know, I think people would be super, super uh, happy and satisfied with how Tots went. But we were kind of left, I guess, now wanting more. You know, there was a couple of weeks, Ligue and Prem in particular. We were just left here wondering, like, why is it happening like this when we just had a great week previously? So 
Um, Tots as a whole, I think, was hit and miss both. Some weeks were great. Some weeks were awful, as we're seeing like this week. Um, hopefully, with Ultimate Tots coming, they ended on a good note and give us a lot of content. Uh, this is the last big promo that a lot of people look at. But that being said, um, if they want to keep this game going forward and still be playable and they don't want their consumer base to die, um, yeah, I just hope they leave it on a good note because if Ultimate Toss is bad, I don't think a lot of players are going to be returning for Euros or whatever else comes back. I, I will personally either way just because, you know, I, I love the game. But um, the average consumer, I would say, is probably going to be done with FIFA if Ultimate Toss is bad. So, Yeah, I think obviously the people who are playing right now are the kind of hardcore play but i think there was a spot on there as far as it being hit and miss and it kind of being hit and miss like one week hit next week and miss and it's just not i think the issue probably is there's no consistency there mark when i go to you next here though what have you made of tots content as a whole and what would you have done differently if you had the chance yeah in terms of tots content as a whole i think it was just far too inconsistent one good league one bad league one good league a bad league you know we discussed this before also, the inconsistency of the player upgrades. I know we talked about it a bit off podcast before, but how two cards can be the same rating and have the same upgrades throughout the game, but then one of them gets... For instance, I'm talking about Suchek and Frankie Dion for the listeners here. Their highest rated in form was an 87. Suchek gets a 91 team in the season. Dion gets a 94. Like There's just no consistency. And it was the same with the promos. Premier League seemed a bit average. La Liga was great. Bundesliga was good, you know. And it was just up and down throughout. Um, so I'd like to see it a bit more consistent, especially with the guaranteed um, team of the season packs. How come some leagues get two, some leagues get one? So, yeah, I think if they were more consistent, I'd, I'd have been a lot more satisfied. In terms of, is it in terms of what I would do differently? If, yeah, if you I say, would, if, you say yeah. if you got lucky to uh, to work at the greatest company in the world, what would you have done differently during team of the season? Yeah, again, I think, you know, give give the players what they want. It's coming to a stage of the game where, you know, a lot of people are finishing up the teams. A lot of people are going to stop playing probably after team of the season. So why not give them that one last... I know Diego said a good last impression of the game. Give them more upgrades than they can possibly do. Give them more SBCs than they could ever ask for. You know, we've seen stuff in the past where you have a community vote for a 12th man in team of the year. And, you know, like it gives you the option between three players, pick one for a team of the season. Just something to involve the community a bit more. I know no one's ever happy when their player doesn't win, but at least you can be a bit more involved. So personally, that's what I would have probably done. Um, but again, I think as a whole, I'm fairly satisfied with the team of the season promo. We've had some good leagues, we've had some bad ones, but on a whole, it's, it's been okay. I think and that's that yeah, is, that's the main yeah. thing, really. It's been okay, and that's not what you that's not what you want to hear. Come the end of a promo, going, yeah, it was okay. Like Tots is meant to be on par with team of the year. I know a lot of guys weren't happy with team of the year. And Tots is different because you are packing a lot of these cards anyway. The issue kind of is, though, like I said, it's inconsistency. Maybe they could have been a lot more kind of, I wouldn't say give us free packs, like a community pack. If you log on this many days throughout Tots, you get like a free Tots card or a guarantee, whatever. 
But even going back to leagues like the Bundesliga and La Liga, where you had like the 85 plus player pick or the 84 player pick, because they were basically guaranteed top player picks anyway, and for not for not too much but value anyway. Just just touching on that as well, though, uh, Max, with team of the season this year, like it's not been. I've played FIFA for a while and I've not enjoyed it as much as previous years. I'm looking back here at FIFA 13 and some of the cards in there. You had an 84 Jagielka, 86 Michael Carrick, an 88 Ferdinand with 68 pace. Imagine that in FIFA 21 now. Like, imagine the outrage which the community would genuinely have. Yet when that came out on FIFA 13, I remember people absolutely buzzing over these cards that were so excited to get an 86 Michael Carrick, for instance. And now I'm, I'm sat here complaining that Suchek was only 91 rated. So... You know, um, shows how times have changed. But yeah, again, it was an okay promo. <laughs> it goes back to that as well. I think we, I think everyone tries to compare FIFA to previous years, and I think another issue, part of that issue, is also that it's probably a big part of the community who weren't even born when Football Ultimate Team was released back then too, as well. But you've also got the again they've made a lot of these cars usable to the extent of like pace boosts and things like that um again i know some cars got like a plus 20 a plus 30 pace boost to make them at least usable i think probably one of them is jose font as well um but diego good to you here have you liked liked it and what have you done differently here I overall i mean the 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 consensus is we're all going to say the same thing right it's been on off weeks but if I were to specifically look at weeks where there was phenomenal, Bundesliga and La Liga for me, I think those were insane weeks. They weren't just good. They were phenomenal. I think the whole week, if you're in the streaming community, if you're playing the game, whatever, it was just a week that was very, very popular. Everybody was talking about packing these new players, finishing these SBCs, right, getting these objectives, just doing everything. There was so much going on in the game menu-wise, but also people were playing the game. And that's kind of a hard thing is people don't really play the game anymore. So for me, on the weeks where, you know, we wanted high expectations, they completely killed it. Phenomenal. I love the fact that they did that for La Liga and Bundesliga for me. Um, team selection, upgrades, SBCs, phenomenal. So much content that, like, I couldn't even keep up with it. And what I would have done differently for the other major leagues, which I think there now instead of seeing ups and downs – was that Prem, Syria, and see, like, I can't even remember the third league. Like, uh, Ligue 1, obviously, yeah, the one the, right the now. One right see, now yeah. the one right now. And it's it's just so lacking. Like, we, what I would have done differently is, first of all, I would, I would get a community manager that um, has to realize that, listen, no matter what, there's going to be toxic people. All right, just ignore it. I need, there needs to be a certain level of communication because I feel like they don't hear a lot from us. Uh, and I think that's a big bridge that like we need to, you know, come together to and create because I saw, I heard nothing but amazing things about the week, the two weeks, you know, with Bundesliga and La Liga where things were great. And then the other weeks I've heard completely awful battering things. And there's no way that EA like haven't seen our reactions to it and like have just lived with it. Like I can't see them being like, Oh, like, wow, we really messed up. Like, all right, now we see where we succeeded in and where we can get more popularity from. Cause I think they're going to notice if this week goes bad, there will be zero type of average consumer playing in the summer. And that's going to hurt them. I mean, 
hurt them. You know how much they already make. So I guess uh, they can't be as greedy as they'd want if this week doesn't go well for them. Um, for me, I definitely, you know, I just listen to the community more. Um, as toxic as the community can be at times, we we all kind of have an idea of what we want to see. Um, and I think if you want to hit all player bases, it's what they did in those two leagues. SBCs, upgrades, good player selection. That's all we can ask for. And then that will literally complete the week. So for me, as a whole team of season, it just lacked. It was okay. Like y'all said, it was all right. But this is team of the season. We don't want this to be okay, all right. This isn't a promo back in December. This is the end of the year. This is what we've all waited for since team of the year. So for me, it was okay. Um, not great. Good weeks, bad weeks, but it all it all comes down to this week. If this week is phenomenal, nobody's going to talk about it before. I can tell you that right now. This week goes the way we all want it to. Nobody will care of how bad Syria, Prem, or Ligun were. Definitely. I think also we kind of, I think we're getting to a point now where Tots is kind of considered just to be another promo. Tots should be like the big kind of finale within FIFA. But I think because of last year and how things went with kind of summer heat, that we, we're kind of expecting it to come after. And I feel like that's why they've kind of, maybe they've watered down Tots a little bit too. But again, we've the two great weeks we had, I think people were on Twitter on social media saying that, hey, this is this is probably some of the best team of the season week we've ever had, like the amount of content they've given us. I think I ever saw people on Twitter saying like this this is the best week of content we've had all year. And then for the next week for it to be the complete opposite makes zero sense. Surely you want to keep the ball rolling and keep everyone happy and keep everyone being positive about your game instead of going the opposite way. But I know we are getting to the end of it. Obviously, post on Tots is going to be interesting to see what they do do. But I want to get your guys' take here. So obviously, as we are near the end of Tots, what do EA need to do to keep people engaged in the game post team of the season? Mark, I want to start with you first on this question here, though. What would you do if you were EA to keep people engaged post Tots? Or what do you want to see? I think the main one for everyone right now is, obviously, it's no... No big secret, but the European Championships. I don't know what what do we call it? Euro twenty twenty, Euro twenty twenty one. Yeah, later. you know, Euro twenty twenty plus one. That's what I call it. Um, but yeah, there's got to be some sort of promo. I know we won't. A lot of people will want something like the World Cup game mode, but it doesn't tend to happen during the promos for licensing or whatever reason. But I think yeah, we need to see some sort of content. You know, there's going to be literally matches on every single day. Lots of opportunity for the showdown cards and SBCs, which a lot of people have enjoyed. Something I would like to see is live cards. So a bit like the road to the final cards, where maybe every nation gets gets a card and or you can pick a card from your home nation, whatever, whatever it is. And that card upgrades with every win in the group stage and then every result in the knockout stage. For instance, England, you could have, I don't know, someone like Jordan Henderson. I know he's not going to be desirable, but I'm trying to think of someone who doesn't have a special card. <laughs> and, you know, you can just get upgraded. Um, Raheem Sterling, even, he's probably a better example. And just something like that to keep people interested in and keep people wanting to, you know, participate in FIFA, but also real-life football. The showdown cards... I want to say there's been a bit of a letdown. We've had some great showdowns and then we've had some, you know, 
fairly average ones and I don't think there's been enough of them. The amount of football or soccer games which are played each and every week, you could have at least a minimum of one showdown per week and we haven't even had that this year. Um, something I'd like to see is a showdown concept for each group stage where you know you pick what player you want. If they come top, they get a plus four. If they come second, they get a plus three and so on. So I think you know, there's there's lots of room there for content. You know, you're gonna have man of the matches, teams of the tournaments and stuff. So it's all in EA's hands. They've got the they've got the matches this summer to do something. Not even the Euros, you've got the Copper America. I know there's been a bit of panic right now with Argentina and what's going on there, but we won't get into that. But it's still gonna go ahead. Um and then yeah, you've got summer heat, footies, best the best of promo where all the best cards come back into packs. So there's enough there to keep players engaged. It's just all down to EA, the ball's in their court. Whatever they do, you know, I just hope it's the right decision. Yeah, there's a lot of potential there as well. I think, like we've mentioned before, and that showdown cards have been a great addition this year, and I think everyone's enjoyed them or having them in the game. And also going back to, I know, obviously, the with the Eredivisie one with Kleiber and Marlon, that was probably, I think it was the most ever watched Eredivisie game on TV. So, again, there's a lot of potential there for these Euros, kind of Copa America, obviously Summer Heat as well. And so for you to be engaged in the game, what do you need to do for, for yourself? So with Team of the Year and Team of the Season, I think one of the biggest talking points that we've mentioned over the past months on the podcast is that the ratings of these cards have been watered down. We didn't get one 99-rated card throughout Team of the Year or Team of the Season. So that being said, I mean, they're putting it off for a reason. I think with the Euro promo coming up, it's the perfect time to start putting out 99-rated cards, stuff that's going to rival the top TOTS cards in the game, the top Team of the Year cards in the game. You know, um, putting in incredibly good cards that are going to be above the power curve. Um, you know, it's the end of the season. It's the end of the cycle. Might as well just end it with a bang. Give us some crazy cards. Um, I think that would keep me interested, um, knowing that I can get cards that are better than what previously was the best. And then Mark made uh, some good points, you know, bringing back showdowns, you know, doing a lot more of those. Uh, Road to the final cards would be great. I think moments cards would be fantastic um, going back to previous Euros or previous tournaments. And I think that's where you could really see some of these high rated 98, 99 rated cards. So um, to keep me interested, I just want to see cards that are better than what I already have. Because, you know, you don't, it's fun using the cards you have for only so long. Um, one of the biggest things I always do is I try to change my team every weekend because it, it, it gets stale. Like, I have to admit, it gets stale um, using the same cards over and over again. Like I said, Lozano is a great striker. But after a while, even if it's a worse card or something different, I got to switch things up because it just gets too repetitive. So with the summer coming and the tournaments, just give us good cards um, you know, doesn't have to be Mbappe, doesn't have to be Neymar, maybe something completely different that we haven't seen. Uh, moments, flashbacks, whatever it is, I just want to see new stuff, uh, new fresh content that'll keep us interested. Yeah, especially just the ability to keep improving your team as well. Like I think obviously during Tots as well, I know you mentioned then kind of changing your team week on, week out, but obviously going back from say the first week of Prem Tots to now, a lot of the players in the Prem Tots are still as good as these cards releasing say five, six weeks later. But they're just different cards and you just want to use different, you don't want to be stuck using the same team over and over again. And Diego, for you here, what does EA need to do to keep you engaged within the game? 
and you know, like like they've said before, uh, we need the live tie-in to live football matches. Um, definitely Euros and Copa America showdowns will be phenomenal, as they've already talked about. And Anto talked about moments. Um, a good example that I could bring up even right now is the UCL just finished. We could get a Havertz SBC for the game-winning goal, or we could get a Conte SBC with team of the season like stats for winning the man of the match in the final. So I think just those things that keep us engaged, right? If we see winners, if we see, you know, just things like that, a, a keeper saving his team going on to the knockout, just keep us engaged. Like that game happens, right? We all talk about how amazing that player performed. And then the next day when content comes out, we get an SBC of that card, right? Or we, you know, some, I'd rather see it in SBCs, not in packs. Cause I think those cards are super hard to pack, but I think, SBCs keeping up with live football uh, games would be phenomenal. Showdowns, moments. Uh, also in the SBCs, now that team of the season is going to be done, what do they need to, need to do to keep me and everyone engaged? We need to see repeatable icon moments packs in the SBCs now. It's it's that time of the year now. We have yet to get it. Um, I want to say we got it around this time whenever team of the season was over. I think now is the time to do it. It's perfect because we have nothing else to look forward to. I mean – these icon moments are still so rare to so many people that I think with the dupes that we get, why not give it a shot now? And I know near the end of the year too, they love to lower the value of them. So if we could get an icon moments repeatable pack for, I want to say 300 to 350 K in terms of value, that's asking for a lot. Yeah. That's but <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. So let's go off last year. If they could make this year's 500 K, Phenomenal. I think 500K, a little more realistic. I think if they did that repeatable for the rest of summer content, I, I think that kind of, you know, satisfies any type of extra dupes or just any card you don't want. You can throw it into that because icon moments are desirable. And as well as on top of that, best of, as they talked about earlier, if you can give us best of, bring back the team of the year, team of the season cards, things like that as well as, you know, moments, SBCs, just keep us engaged. Because I think at this point now, as said, because the game has died down, while people will get off the game, it's not like people don't do anything. These live matches, like, are going to be the the headline for all of us talking for the rest of the summer. I mean, every key player will be playing for a very valuable trophy within their nation. So why not tie that to FIFA and give us more of that sentimental feeling when our favorite player wins their, you know, domestic or their uh, nation's cup, or when, you know, someone on your team scores the winner and you get to see an SBC of that player next day. It's just things like that. Now it's more engaging with what we get to watch on TV to be able to realize that, you know, it's actually happening in the game. So I think those are the things that we definitely need to see for us to enjoy it through the summer. And as well, as we talked about earlier, like some favorite card SBCs, Ibra, Paul Pogba, Conte, you know, in some way. Um, there's plenty of these favorite cards that we use at the very start of the year that, you know, people really enjoyed and now they have no place in anyone's teams. Why not now, kind of like a footy summer heat, give them their SVC, put them in packs or just objective wise. Because last year with summer heat, the objective cards we got were literally insane by the end of the year. So I think those things would round out a good year for them. Starts with ultimate tots. You got to start right, right there, and then lead it into a very engaging live promo with football going on around the world. 
And obviously, I think now, too, a lot of people do kind of get their football knowledge from FIFA. I know, I saw, I think I saw one tweet the other day. Someone said that um, box to box wasn't a real life football term and it was only a FIFA term <laughs> for players. But I do think there's people out there who rely on FIFA to, to get their football knowledge. And if if the game can make people watch more real life games, then it's always a positive there. I do want to go on to two listener questions here to finish off. The first one's here is from Manny. He said, what would you rate each team of the season out of 10? We'll do the top five leagues. We've got Prem, Bundesliga, La Liga, Serie A and Liga 1. So your ratings out of 10 for each of those. Mark, I'll start with you first. What would you give each of those out of 10 quickly? Premier League, four. Ratings weren't high enough. Um, La Liga, eight. Bundesliga, seven. Serie A, seven. Liga, four. Very harsh. Interesting. Diego, your your ratings out of 10 here for the top five leagues. Uh, Prem League five just mid everything the whole week was just eh it's okay that's literally the reaction everyone got okay 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 five for Prem uh, Syria I want to give it I want to say about a seven a decent upgrades right good SBCs obviously Ronaldo being in packs helps that so seven Syria Bundesliga I want to say I want to say a nine honestly uh, the players were actually a lot better than I thought and the SBCs were insane. Uh, the defense in the Bundesliga by far is the best this year, and they're all SBC players. So Bundesliga, nine. La Liga, I want to give a nine as well. Uh, upgrade packs were really, really good. Actually, you know what? I'll give it an 8.5 because they lacked on <laughs> SBCs. They lacked on SBCs. I think everything else about that week was phenomenal. It's the SBCs that they were missing. Um, but the objective card, even to that ESAT card, is crazy. He's really, really nice. So We'd love to see every once in a while an objective card that is usable in game. Usable as in good, not the guy that comes into my chat who wins 13 games a weekend and says, oh, my God, like, yo, this objective card, like, he's he's terrible. Like, like I, I'm hearing – listen, Isak has done insane things, and I'm playing really good players. Trust me, the card is good. But so La Liga, yeah, about eight and a half, eight out of ten, missing on SBCs, and – the last one, League Un, that one is, it's got to go. It's near Prem. It's It's got to be a five, I think. Five. You know what? I'll give it a six just because it has Mbappe and Neymar. That's the only reason why it's better. But same thing. Could have been so much better. It was all right. All right. Anto, what are you going here? Out of 10 for each of your top five leagues. Uh, starting with Prem, I'm going to go with a three. Ooh, uh, okay. Just abysmal in my opinion. <laughs> uh, after that, we have La Liga. I, I'll give La Liga a seven. I thought... Pretty good promo overall. Um, you know, overall, just good team. I liked it. Good cards. I could still use today. Um, Bundesliga, I'm going to give a nine. That's my, out of all of them, my favorite. I think pretty much everyone's favorite Bundesliga. Just tons of great cards all around and good content every day. Syria, I'd probably give an eight. Personally, Lozano and Nangolan were two great cards. And then on top of that, uh, with Kessie and Hernandez and Ronaldo, you know, Lukaku, there's so many good cards. I give it an eight right below Bundesliga. And finally, Ligun, probably a two, maybe a three. So, yeah, just absolute. You, you see the trash can right there? Prem and uh, Ligun are somewhere down in there. All right. So, that's my ratings. 
Jeez, won't be saying that when you pack Neymar and uh, Mbappe from your elite rewards. Yeah, in my Thursday. dreams. <laughs> in my dreams. <laughs> um, and the last one here is one from Alejo. Um, at this point in the game, at this, at this point in time at the game, from three months before FIFA 22, is it good to keep grinding foot champs competitively with meta players or to make fun teams for yourself to enjoy and have fun with, even if they aren't meta, basically to enjoy the last three months? So, Mark, as someone who, who rarely touches foot champs, what are you going to be doing as far as champs goes the rest of FIFA? I'll see. If I enjoy it, I'll play. But for me, there's no pressure. And that's the best advice I would give to anybody out there is only play the game if you enjoy it. If you enjoy doing SBCs, do SBCs. If you enjoy doing the drafts, do drafts. If it's foot champions which you enjoy, play the foot champions. Don't get addicted to them rewards because as we all know, the rewards tend not to be too good. So if you don't enjoy it, don't play it. And that's what I'll be doing. I'll probably play this weekend league coming up and I'll see after that. I might play the next weekend league. I might not. It depends how much I'm enjoying the game. It depends what I've got going on. Like I said, we're at that point of the game cycle now where it is slowly withering out. So... Just do what you're going to enjoy. And that's the best advice I could give to anyone. I'll be using that advice myself as well. Yeah. I think also we get to a point now too where we are getting to the summer, lockdown restrictions slowly being lifted and we're getting the opportunity to go out and stuff. Anto, I want to go to you next. What are you going to be doing from here on out as far as champs? you going to try and keep using meta players? you going to try and have some fun with some fun teams? Yeah, so, I mean, for me personally, I have fun playing competitively and just trying to be better every week. The competitive aspect of FIFA is what draws me every single weekend to keep playing. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep trying to craft and build the best team I can, regardless of if it's my favorite player or my favorite team. But that being said, there's plenty of other people that I would say, um, if you like your past and present teams, you know, now's the time to fire away and start using them. Even if you sacrifice not winning as many games, if you're having fun using your favorite players um, from past and present, whatever it is you're building, that's all that matters. It's just, you know, for me, I find pleasure in pushing myself to the limit, playing the best of the best and just trying to improve. Like, that's what's fun for me. So um, from here on out, I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing this entire year. I would say, are we going to see a uh, past and present Man City team from you? But we're we going to see that or not? Um, You know, <sighs> I used that Aguero end of an error card and it was pretty disappointing. Um, so probably not this year, maybe next year I'll give it a shot on a separate account or something. I would love to get to the point where I'm running two accounts. I see a lot of people doing that now. Um, I think in the future for FIFA 22, I'm probably going to do something like that where I have one account just for competitive gameplay and another one more uh, fun using players I actually enjoy in real life. So this year, no, next year, I think so. I want to do a past and present Man City team, can I just ask? I was, yeah, I was going to say there's not many <laughs> legends in the game, but I'm thinking about it. There is a. You've got. You can't call Frank Lampard. You Surely got, you're not having Frank Lampard. Pa- he was there for six months. You got Patty V as well. There's, there's some players who've played for Man City there too. We could throw a company or something in, you know? Yeah, he might what, get. manager? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And yeah, that, if that shows you how kind of not seeing a weird of a player Anto is, doesn't, doesn't like Endavira, Aguero, but we're going about moments, Cliver, Lukaku. Illicit in these guys. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know how Anto plays FIFA. And for, to be a verified player and to like all these cards that I hate probably means that they're good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but it's I'm funny. just wrong. 
every single card I've said that I absolutely love using, I can promise you Bristow said somewhere down the line that he's absolutely hated. So it, it's just funny the way it works. Everyone plays differently, you know? Um, yeah, maybe I don't use the, the most, uh, I don't know. I don't use the most meta, I'd say, but I just, you know, find what works and just use that. I don't know. Yeah, what, it works. It must work. And Diego, you finally here. What are you planning on doing for the rest of FIFA as far as champs? Do you try and use meta play still or are you try to have a bit of fun with some fun teams? Uh, I think we're going to kind of mix it up on certain weeks. I think right now, actually, I think, well, just for anyone in general answering to you, Alejo, uh, in the last three months, man, have fun. Realistically, rewards aren't necessarily, you know, they're not worth it all year. And now at this point of the year, like we're really not playing for anything after team of the season. So my advice to anyone that's, you know, more having the fun teams, not necessarily so competitive, have fun, dude. It doesn't matter, you know, who you're using now and leading that to me. I will be using a Barcelona past and present team as I stated it since I first did it. I want to do that every year. Uh, but for me, I want to make it a very good team. So I think for the next probably like two, three weeks, I actually am going to try and play as best as I can with my team so I can stack up the coins to go ahead and buy the likes of Cruyff, Dino, you know, these actual great, great Barcelona icons that are really good in game as well. Um, Xavi Hernandez, 100% has a slot in now. Um, Eto as well. Like, yeah, this, it's kind of, I guess the competitive aspect for me is I'm competing to make that team as great as can be. Um, but yeah, definitely we'll be seeing a Barcelona past and present team as well as an all Peruvian team. Um, and I think just about, you know, any fun cards that we get released, I think we're going to do more on the side of just giving weekend league player reviews on cards that, you know, are going to be given to us in the summer that maybe a lot of guys aren't going to use and just kind of giving, you know, honest, brutal reviews for someone that tries to tend to play more into the competitive side of foot. Will we see Henrik Larsson in the starting 11 or is he going to get a spot on the bench? Oh my, not a chance, man. Ah, every time I have so many, I've got, oh, I've, I've got plenty. I've got Lineker, I've got Larson, and my chat's like, oh, you know what? You're, your Barcelona past and present front is decided. And I, no, no way, man. I Listen, if I somehow don't end up packing anything out of moments, icon packs, which I hope come out, if I lack coins, the only way those guys see the pitch is if I'm in dire funds like my club is right now in real life. So if uh, that's the situation, then you guys can enjoy a weekend with Larson and Lineker up top. I look forward to seeing this. And finally, guys, we're going to go through where we can find each of our guests. Mark, I'll start with you first. Where can people find you? Um, at the minute, consistently on Twitter and Twitch at MarkFootTrader. And what's, and, your, what's your stream sorry. schedule right now too as well? Have you got a schedule? Um, yeah, my schedule is whenever I'm live. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's absolute zero schedule. Um, I'll just hop on now and again. You know, it's not serious. It's just whilst I'm free this summer. Also, I forgot to mention TikTok, Mark Foot Trader. And I know you do love your TikTok. Diego, where oh. can people find you? Uh, so you guys can find me at Simply DGR on Twitch and TikTok. We usually are live on Twitch now that I moved back in. It'll be Wednesday through Sunday every week, usually around 1 to 2 p.m. Central, a little bit right after content. Um, trying to get on there. Just running the road to glory, you know, trying to show everybody a fun time. Um, it's not all foot oriented in there. If you want to come in here, you could talk about your dog or a trip you took. Hey, man, I'm all ears. We're not 
but oriented or on this, you know, if you don't talk about it, get out. Nah, man. It's all all for the good vibes, all just having a good time, man. And finally, Anto, where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitch and Twitter, uh, that boy Anto. I'm live Thursdays through Sundays at around 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, my primary primarily focus on weekend leagues. So, you know, for me, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, late at night, you know, if you want to get cozy, you can just watch me play some gameplay. I'm out there sweating it. Um, you guys can just sit back and relax and watch me grind. And, you know, I also provide tons of tips and help. So if you guys need help and you want to know how to improve, um, I'm always there to help you guys out. So that sounds good. Thank you very much, guys. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening. Also, if you've enjoyed this pod, make sure to check out our other ones and follow us on Twitter at For Footsake Pod for all things FIFA related and updates on future podcasts. New episodes release weekly every Wednesday. So make sure you follow us on your preferred listening platform to be notified when we release our new episodes.